Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here for another Fearless Friday. You know I'm going to be fearless on this Friday. Pound that like button, subscribe, become a member of the Coach JB Show and the Slap Nation Discord. Coaches crew, make sure you join today if you're not a member already. Uh, <clears throat> appreciate everybody joining me this morning. We got a lot to unfold. Uh Tony Moyaki is going to join me, former NFL tight end, played at Iowa, played for the Chiefs, played for the Falcons. He's going to join us. We're going to talk all things Super Bowl. Uh, this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. And, of course, CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. Go get you some dips, man. These are the cleanest dips there are right here. Go get you the cleanest way to dip, period, in the business. CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. A uh, lot to discuss today. Mahomes, second-time MVPs in his six-year career. He gets the MVP. Uh, Dable, Brian Dable, NFL Coach of the Year. Geno Smith, Comeback Player of the Year. Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Lots to unfold here on this great show. We got an NFL Hall of Fame inductee ballot, defensive-led, heavy unit. Oklahoma and Texas agree to leave the Big 12 early. So much more to unfold here on this morning show. The best morning show in America. Make sure you pound that like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, morning to all and all, all, all. Make sure you guys pound that like button. Um, man, Sean Salisbury and I did a show last night. Um, and, 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 you know, he is classic. He is a classic. Uh, kids out there, make sure you don't hit. Poof, the magic dragon, and fucking highlight who you are on, on your highlight videos. Don't send me Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> send me a spot shadow so I know who you are. But you can't spot shadow four players. I can't have a full moon or a sun shining on 11 players because I really don't know who I'm trying to evaluate. Let me, let me, let me, let me. I got to be honest here, all right? I gotta be fucking honest, real quick. I'm crying right now. I'm crying because I'm saddened. I got I'm done. I'm saddened <laughs> by your head coach. Your fucking head coach who's probably a fan of myself or Sean. God bless you, sir. But you're fucking fucking your player by putting Puff the Magic Dragon on the fucking screen, and we don't know who the fuck poof. Who is it? <laughs> And Sean's a great classic icon. If you're not watching Last Chance Q, make sure you head on over there and watch that every night, Tuesday and Thursdays. Last night's episode is up. Huff the Magic Dragon, unbelievable. Hector's in the house. Bree, Devo, Brian Case, all you guys in the house. Lucy, of course. Appreciate all you guys on this Fearless Friday. I've lost my voice. I've been yelling. Uh, trying to drink my coffee. It's been a long one. Work hard, play hard. Uh, Lots unfold. Let me get you to the quote of the day, first of all. Get you to the quote of the day. Get this party started. Um, Tony Miyoki, or Moiaki, uh, joins me. Tight end, former tight end. This would be a good one. He right here at 7 a.m. in about 55 minutes. Quote of the day. 
If it's not right, don't do it. If it's not true, don't say it. I don't lie because I don't want to remember shit. Stop trying to act like you don't have to remember shit if you lie. If it ain't right, don't do it. If it's not true, don't say it. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Canadip, CBD.com. Um, your thoughts affect your mood, people. Lucy will tell you that. Hey, social worker, your thoughts affect your mood. Your mood, I'm sorry. Your thoughts affect your mood. It's okay to go down and go. It's, it's okay to let go and move the fuck on, people, contrary to your belief. Hey, husbands, wives, unhappy marriages, boyfriend, girlfriend, it's okay to fucking move on. <laughs> I stay single for a reason, but you guys go ahead. Have that shit. Kindness is free, but so is being an asshole. Take it all with a grain of salt. Because most people that are kind are an asshole. You just don't know them well enough. <laughs> most people that are kind to you when you meet them are fucking assholes. Most of them are fake. Most of them just, you don't know them long enough. Just take it with a grain of salt. Keep pressing. Keep stepping. Move on. Um, it is what it is, you know? So, poll question. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Drop your comments below. Who's going to win this Super Bowl? Uh, we'll have a little trivia today. I'm going to have a little trivia question today. Live caller. I will pop up a picture. You will have to answer it on the spot. There ain't no more Googling this shit. You're going to be able to answer it on the spot with the picture. So that's going to be the trivia today. It'll be football related. It'll be quarterback related. Um since due to last chance Q last night. Uh lot to unfold, man. Lot to get to. Uh, let me get to the chat. I appreciate everybody joining me in this show today. Um, a lot of people going with the Eagles. The betting money is with the Eagles. Kansas City's starting to move up the st starting to move up the 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 pole in the money, but they're still down. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this thing unfolds. Uh, I just think if the Eagles run the football like Sean and I showed you last night and they control the line of scrimmage, keep Patrick Mahomes off the football field, they're going to win. Uh, the Chiefs just can't win. They just can't win. Now, if Patrick Mahomes controls the clock, keeps the Eagles offensive line off the field, uh, they got a shot. I'm going to tell you right now, the Chiefs can't score quickly because they can – what I'm saying, get, hear what I'm saying. They can score quickly, but if they do so – you're going to allow your defense to get worn down for the long haul in four quarters of football. If you score quick and the Eagles come back, they're going to out hit you uh, for four quarters. You can only try, you got to try to keep this Eagles O line off the field and uh, try to methodically dink and dunk the football. Hit McKinnon, hit Pacheco, get the ball to Kelsey. Your outside wideouts are banged up. You don't have the speed in Hardman. Um, you're going to have to be smart, but I know Andy Reid will be. He will take full advantage of the Eagles' strengths and use them as weaknesses, just like he did against the 49ers. People forget he put up 50 almost on the 49ers' number one defense. I'm not worried about Andy Reid and the Chiefs scoring points. I am worried about the personnel difference, and the Eagles have a superior one. We're going to break that down. Pat McAfee and uh, Shining Sharp sued by Brett Favre overnight. Um should be an interesting show on uh, from Radio Row today on Pat's uh, side. Uh, curious to see. You know, this is the thing. Brett Favre says that they lied on his name, tried to ruin his name. 
he has no criminal charges being have been pressed against him. I've been in this situation, so I, I don't know the deal. This is the deal, though. These types of suits are very, very hard because due to the fact that you're a public figure, celebrity, bullshit, whatever, you have a hard time getting these type of suits to on your favor. Anyone on Twitter can mention a public figure and uh, are you going to sue every single one of them? You can't. It's hard to sue a public figure. All right, sorry, it's hard to sue as a celebrity, as a public figure. Um, I've been learning this, trust me. Uh, you know, is he just going to go after cats with big money? Uh, to me, I got to be honest, it kind of sounds like a PR stunt to clean up his name um, as he's going to try to wiggle out of this one. Uh it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I'm curious to see how Pat reacts and what he talks about today, even if he's allowed to. It'll be very odd if he's not allowed to and doesn't say nothing because everyone knows they want to see the real of Pat and what he's become. They want to show he, they want him to show how real he is and that group is, the boys. I'm curious to see uh, how that goes. If I can get around to watching it, I got to make a run and get up out of town before the Super Bowl. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. It looks like a PR stunt, though. Brett Favre seems like he's going after a couple people with money. Um, he's not going to go after the little folks. He's going to go after the ones with money to keep clean his name up while he fights this whole money laundering scam or whatever it is. Brett Favre has a track record, though, on uh, on some weird shit, right? Dick pics. He's got that going. He's got the, this is the money laundering thing. He's got the other deal that he did with the fucking, like this guy's got some shit stacking up now. So I, I'm curious to see what's going on. Um, yeah, it's it's too hard to prove to to gain that, that they tried to take money from him using a bad name. It's too hard as a public figure. I'm just telling you, I don't see this suit going anywhere. Michael Irvin is suing from an inside source that I know. A good friend of his is saying the video has shown that uh, Michael Irvin was basically talking shit to a group of people after uh, a heavy night of drinking. And apparently he was just talking shit, used a few motherfucks, and the whole crowd seems to be laughing. If you haven't seen the video, I couldn't find it for the show, but apparently there's a video out there. I got to see the video. Michael Irvin's kind of just talking shit being him and some girl... I, I got to be real, man. If this is the only video and there is no video of him and her walking upstairs and going into a, the hotel room of either one of their rooms or any of this, this is about par for the course as to what we've become in society. We will take advantage of meeting a celebrity, meeting a fucking crush of yours meeting a fucking fan like you're the biggest fan and you know what you'll fucking try to sue him in a new york minute because that's who we are now back in the day we would have loved to meet a guy like michael Irvin and kick it with them and chill with them and and say man we got to kick it with him nowadays you want to take a picture of him so you could sue him this is what we've become enabled instant gratification we want 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 without ever fucking it's the most disrespectful group I've ever seen and been around, man. I'm being honest. I've seen it over and over and over. Now, look, Mike Orvin has his shortcomings like we all do. I don't know anything about this whole situation. I don't know shit, but I saw the video from the video. 
if this girl, that's her only claim, that he motherfucked her for whatever reason. How do we know? Maybe she was trying to do something. He was like, get the fuck away from me. All you do is see him shake her hand, and then he starts to motherfuck the entire group of people. And I think it was in a jokingly manner because everybody in the room is laughing. It's in the bar. It's not like it's privately in a room somewhere. And this girl comes out, and then NFL Network, ESPN, takes him off all the shows, all the Super Bowl shows, ads, and so on. And I, I told you yesterday, if that's the case, I would sue the fuck out of NFL Network and ESPN. For the girl who claims these fucking allegations and all this, if it comes out to be simply a handshake and him talk, dropping some F-bombs, she should be thrown in fucking jail. I'm just keeping it honest. She should be thrown in fucking jail. She should be fucking castrated. I'm tired of the fucking soft pussies in America who want to, who just want to fucking use people's name for their own clout, for their own likes and retweets. This is what we've become. And you wonder why celebrities and public figures are assholes? See, I'm not that A-list guy, so I, I'll talk to the crowd. And if you guys want to try to do something to me, I'm going to talk shit and fucking beat your ass probably more likely. I don't really give a fuck. Go ahead and sue me. <laughs> sue me for what? Good luck. You don't know where my shit is, dog. My shit's all over the place. I got some shit in Saudi. I got some shit over here. You don't know where my shit is. Good luck. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes wins the second MVP. Is he deserving? Uh, this is what I don't get. He's one of two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. We're giving him a lot of credit for being in the Super Bowl. I believe that's weighing on the voter. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers got that vote. I believe they gave Aaron Rodgers that vote before the season even came close to ending last two years. Aaron Rodgers got it. Even in Lamar Jackson's year, I think they made that decision early. This year, I think they waited. The game, the season was a lot the, the The run for MVP was a lot closer. It was a lot tighter race than I think people thought. Jalen Hurts was in the mix. Tua was in the mix. Burrow was in the mix. Geno Smith at one point. Justin Jefferson at one point. You had all these guys. Josh Allen at one point. You guys had all these guys in the running, and it, nobody really knew. It was a, it was. Just, what do I know though? NFL's fucking watered down. But who? What do I know? So anyway, Jalen Hurts get hurt, gets hurt. Tua gets hurt. Got fucking CT now or whatever the fuck he has probably, and. It's kind of like, well, Mahomes, whoever goes further, Burrow or Mahomes, gets it. I think the NFL had a meeting, and that's what they said. And Burrow gets to the Super Bowl. And I think, I mean, uh, Mahomes gets to the Super Bowl. I think he gets it. That's what happened. Now, this is the interesting part of this. Why can't we wait this long and take a little bit longer time to do the Coach of the Year award? Because... I want to know why the coach of the year award um, doesn't take this long. Because in my opinion, the coach of the year should be Sirianni or Andy Reid. Period. And the runners-up should be Shanahan and Zach Taylor. 
That is what it should be. If we waited this long for a player MVP, why don't we wait this long for the coach of the year? I know all the awards came out together yesterday. That's not what I'm saying. So listen, not here. I'm saying why if we waited this long to really, really make sure the MVP was right, why couldn't we do the coach? I don't understand why the coach of the year isn't one of these two in this game. Sirianni's only thing he's done in two years is win. I don't understand why he gets punished for winning, but mediocrity is the new excellence, so I do get that. Uh, Andy Reid is back to his – he's in his third fucking Super Bowl in four years or whatever. I think he's some type of coach of the year. <laughs> I, you can't break down how Brian Dable is the more deserving coach over Sirianni, who beat him three times and is playing for the Super Bowl and is odds-on favorite to win it. You can't break that down to me. Because we are a feel-good world. We want to feel good. Oh, I feel sorry for you. The Giants were shitty. Daniel Jones was horrible. Well, it didn't take a genius to tell you that. I fucking told you all that. <laughs> I told you all that. So, I'm just being honest. I told you that the Giants were going to be a playoff team. I told you Daniel Jones was going to be better. I told you they're going to re-sign him. I told you Dable was the right fit for this job. Did I not? Have I not said that fucking thousand times? So having said that, you consider me a genius? I don't think so. So what I'm saying is Sirianni beat his ass three times. Are we just in a feel-good mode? Oh, the Giants have been bad forever, and Brian Dable came in and fucking did his thing. Well, so did Doug Peterson. So did Pete Carroll with no quarterback and Geno Smith and a rookie corner and a rookie running back. And Zach Taylor only was on the verge of going back to a second Super Bowl in a row with no offensive line. So I'm just curious. There are some good, good uh, coaches out there who were definitely in the running for this. Uh I'm not mad that Brian Dable got it. I think he's a great coach. I like what he does. I like the energy. I like the swag. I think the players love him and play for him hard. But you can't tell me he's coach of the year over Sirianni, who beat him three times and is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'm just curious uh, what you guys think about that. AD says he was uh, pissed about losing the game when LeBron hit that shot to break the scoring record. And he said that he was more worried about the game being down to OKC at the moment. Wasn't really tripping on LeBron. That's what he said. He said, LeBron knows this. Nobody's tripping in here, etc." Well, here's my take on the AD thing. Here's my, here's my take on the AD situation, okay? Your actions and words don't align, dog. Your actions and your words don't align, you are one of, if not the softest players in the NBA. You don't play through any type of injuries or when you're hurt, you don't play. But yet now you're pissed that you're losing a game against OKC. And I'm trying to add up all these things. I rarely ever see you on sidelines when you're out of the game. Like, if you're hurt for a lengthy period, which you are a lot, I rarely see you. So you're not too upset about not being out there for your players and your team. I don't think you're really tripping that you're losing. 
So now, though, your actions and your words just don't align, dog. They don't align. You're fucking plastic, man. You don't, you're never available. You'll be lucky to play 50 games a season if that. And now you want to talk about you're pissed off. You don't even play with a pissed off bone in your body. The only thing that you should be pissed off about are your fucking eyebrows, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. People stop fucking listening to bullshit and start watching what they do. And stop listening to what the fuck they say. This dude's a fraud. Just like Zion Williamson. Just like fucking John Moran. Just like fucking all these sorry fucking KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, James Harden. They're fucking frauds. CP2, Devin Booker. They're soft pussy. They're pussy. And you guys listen to their tweet apologies and thank them for apologizing to the public. (laughs) Oh, you guys are fucking unbelievable, man. You're fucking unbelievable. The only thing you should be sorry about is your fucking eyebrows looking like a fucking retard, you dumb fuck. That's what you should be worried about. Ben Simmons. Um... This is how he looks right now in Brooklyn. He's in the room with no furniture, nothing around him, and he's like, fuck. You know what I think just hit me? I think I got CTE again. I think mental health is a motherfucking real thing. I think I need to sit out for a few months because I'm a bitch. (laughs) I can't wait for that. Like, What happened? What happened to the player that used to lose players all the time and go out and get hungrier and ball the fuck out? They got this kid up there in Brooklyn who scored 40 points in a row, like three three nights in a row. Nobody really knew who he was. That guy is a kid that's going to come out and say, fuck you, Ben Simmons. I'm going to get mine. I don't know his name. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know his name. I don't watch NBA. But I know the kid scored 43 nights in a row when KD was hurt, of course. And then Kyrie asked for a trade, of course. And then Brooklyn being blown up. This kid went out and scored 43 nights in a row. And uh, Cam Thomas, uh, Brian, uh, Sean and Brian watched and know up-to-date sports like no other. Appreciate you guys. Clap it up for Sean and Brian. Uh, Cam Thomas is balling. I love the grit and, 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 and determination of this youngster. He goes out and balls. He wants to play. Fuck what everyone else is going through. But Ben Simmons is going to come out and fucking look like this. Like he's just lost. I'm, he's going to start claiming CTE and fucking all this shit here shortly. Um, can't wait for that. Brian Kelly. I don't know if you re- read this. LSU head coach Brian Kelly filed for divorce, sources say. Petitioned to be withdrawn. Him and his wife were trying to reconcile, reconcile, uh, some reconciliation. However you want to say it, that is what they're trying to do, apparently. Why is LSU's head football coaches always got some broad issues? 
Why do they always have their dirty laundry aired to the fucking public? Why is their fucking wives and mistresses and side pieces and all this shit always aired out there? Something is wrong in Baton Rouge. (laughs) I'm just curious. Why is this always out there with this shit? First, it's Ed Ogeron, good friend of mine. Fuck, man, that was a spectacle. Now Brian Kelly with the fake accent, dancing with recruits. And this shit, LSU seems to be like quite a place right now. I don't know what's happening. In uh, world news, some purple lights were beaming down over Hawaii. Everyone thought it was... uh, NASA. NASA said, no, it's not. We believe it's China and China using a weather satellite to gauge. uh, I don't know. Pressure in the atmosphere. I've heard everything, but it's like 10 lights, purple lights over Hawaii. And everyone was like, aliens are here. And then they've come to say now that it was China. Was the weather balloon fucking canvassing our ass so we can get some coordinates on some shit from the lasers above? (laughs) I don't know. I wish somebody would drop their nuts in the White House and say, hey, China, let me see one more motherfucking crazy, weird, out-of-pocket fucking thing, and we're going to fucking drop something on your bitch ass. Like, I want to hear that shit come out of the White House. And reclaim our fucking manhood, motherfucker. I want to see that shit that Reagan or one of these motherfuckers back in the day, JFK, would have said. Hey, man, let me tell you something. We see another weather balloon or a fucking beam of light or fucking you fart in the wind and I smell that shit coming from China or maybe a COVID vaccine or fucking virus or whatever the fuck it is. We're going to fucking light your asses up, you fucking bitch. That's what I think should, should be done. Get your fucking shit back, America. Stop taking it in the ass from these motherfuckers, man. Now, I don't know if that's true about the purple lights. I just read something, so I'm just passing the knowledge. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm sure it's just aliens. Um... Hall of Fame inductees mentioned. Hall of Fame inductees mentioned. Um, Got to get to him. Got to get to him. Hall of Fame class is strong. My main man, Matt Lombardo, shout out. He's at the, at the radio row. Matt's been on the show. He covers the Eagles. Philadelphia guy, he covers the NFL, uh, does a hell of a job. If you guys remember that interview that he came on my show with, he did a hell of a job. Got to get Matt back on the show. Darrell Revis leads the class of a heavy, heavy defensive class. Marcellus Wiley did a little video with Dan Patrick. It was pretty entertaining. And Dan Patrick shot out the names. And and Marcellus, who came on the show yesterday, um, did a hell of a job, as he always does, dropping some Wiley-isms. He went through and was like, yes or no, yes or no. I'm going to do the same thing just with the names here since that's already been taken and Marcellus killed that already. I'm never going to copy nobody's fucking game. But this is the list. 
Darrell Revis. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, they're going to put him in the Hall of Fame. They, you know, the, the whole Revis Island, all, all this shit. But if he gets in, I'm just telling you, Richard Sherman is... See, I, I'm a Richard Sherman guy over Darrell Revis. See, a lot of cats that know football know real shit. A lot of cats that are just in the fans and the novice fan don't realize how special Richard Sherman really was at 6'4", with ball skills, and basically being a lockdown corner who ran 4'6", by the way. Uh, I don't believe anyone really knew that. But anyway, um, Joe Thomas, unbelievable. Yes, those are two yeses for me. DeMarcus Ware to me. Man, DeMarcus Ware is a tough one for me. I don't know if DeMarcus Ware really, really impacted the game the way that you see that you saw certain guys do it from that edge. I just don't. To me, it's a hard no, man. I'm going to be honest with you. DeMarcus Ware for me is a hard no. There's been better guys that are snubbed. (laughs) I mean, come on, dog. We know. We don't even want to get into that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. I I got to be honest. The uh, Marcus Ware in honor of Eddie Miniweather is a hard no for me. Uh, Zach Thomas, yes. I don't like white linebackers. The only ones I like are A.J. Hawk and Brian Erlacher. But that motherfucker, Zach Thomas, was one of the first ones um, that balled out. Besides back in the day now, I'm talking this generation. I'm not talking Mike Ditka. I'm not talking Jack Lambert. Of course, I love them. But as a coach in my generation, coaching and recruiting, I was like, fuck no, white linebacker. White receiver, fuck no. White running back, fuck no. (laughs) But Zach Thomas was a dog, dog. He was legit. He was a big time cat. Um, Love to see him. Zach Thomas, yes, because he was five fucking ten. He's fucking Kyler Murray with some nuts on him and would knock your dick in the dirt. Zach Thomas, yes. Rondy Barber to me, Rondé Barber is a fucking absolute no. Are you kidding me? The Barbers are two of the most annoying motherfuckers, first of all. Number one. Number two. He ain't even close to no fucking Hall of Fame. I don't know how he's on the ballot. I know why. Because the two brothers been on ESPN, NFL Network, all around these voters, all around these people. They remind me of the Acho brothers. Ass-kissing fucking fake fucking bitches. That's what they remind me of. Fuck no. Hell no, and no fucking Rondé Barber. Tiki Barber, Rondé Barber, these nuts Barber. None of you motherfuckers. You need to go to the Barber and just fucking castrate yourself. Fuck no. You're not going. Don Coriel, if he hasn't already been put in, I have no fucking idea what we're doing. Why is this so late? Why are we taking so long? If you guys don't know who Don Coriel is, please Google it for you youngsters out there before I have to get into it. Don Coriel, yes, guaranteed fucking forefather of this fucking league. Put him in. 
Joe Klecko. Ah, man, I don't know. Ken Riley and Chuck Halley. Now we're going back in the day. I don't know. I would, I'm going to say the last three hard no's for me. <clears throat> hard no. Hard no for me. Got to be honest. Show, <clears throat> show me, Eddie, give me some stats on DeMarcus Ware. Put him up against like Lawrence Taylor and, and, and put him up against like Leon Lett. Put him up against some of your, your best guys that have come out that are sure ballot Hall of Famers. I want to see some of the guys. I want to see him against Sean Jones. I want to see him against Charles Haley. I want to see him against even a Mathis or, 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 or. I want to see him against some of the pass rushers. Let's take away Lawrence Taylor. Let's put him in your generation, Demarcus's Ware generation. Um, please. Show me why he deserves to be in the fucking Hall of Fame over about 20 other guys that were in that same generation. Show me why. I I'm curious. I want to see DeMarcus Ware dominate and win a bunch of Super Bowls because he was so fucking good off the edge that they couldn't block him. They had to double team him and scheme him like they have to do certain guys nowadays. That motherfucker was average, dog. Get the fuck out of here. I forgot you grew up with Larry Allen and you know guys that were Pat had to block him. I forgot you knew more than me. That motherfucker's average. Go ask some NFL offensive linemen. That motherfucker wasn't that oh, goddamn. Oh, shit. This is Reggie White. I got to worry about him clubbing me to death. I got to worry about he ripping me to death. I got to worry about him lifting me off my feet, pushing me back into the backfield. And then I got to worry about him beating me up the edge, up the field. That ain't DeMarcus Ware. He ain't nothing we ain't never seen before, dog. You're just like these other motherfuckers, Eddie. You just want to give everybody a Hall of Fame trophy. Let's put everybody in. If it was up to Eddie, he would put the entire fucking Dallas Cowboy roster every single year in the Hall of Fame. Dak Prescott would already be a Hall of Famer, according to Eddie Manyweather. <laughs> And, and, and please let me see Rondé Barber's stats. Get the fuck out of here. Rondé Barber. What the fuck is he a Hall of Famer for? I, I want to know. How is he a Hall of Famer? How is Rondé Barber a Hall of Famer? Come on, Eddie. Don't just say I'm a hater. Give me some stats, homie. Drop some knowledge, dog. You over there just making statements without any facting backs in it. Back that shit up, homie. Come on, man. Julius Peppers was by far better than DeMarcus Ware. Sorry, homie. I played against them motherfuckers. Julius Peppers was different. DeMarcus Ware was nice, good-looking, athletic, looked the part. He was stiff as a porn dick, by the way, if you get to really watch football. Go watch his ass compared to Julius Peppers. Go watch his ass against, compared to, like, Mathis. Go watch his ass compared to guys like... Jason Taylor, who's got wiggle and athletics hips and get up the field. Shit. DeMarcus Ware wasn't even fucking good as Marcellus Wiley. Fucking why you bullshitting. But you, what do I know? You know more football. Let's put the entire Cowboy roster in the Hall of Fame. Let's do it today. 
Let's do that shit today. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's put everybody from the fucking... Simeon Rice would fucking swallowed DeMarcus Ware, and he ain't even fucking in. Simeon Rice is one of the biggest snubs in the history of NFL. In the history of the NFL. Simeon Rice is the fucking, should have been a fucking first ballot. And he ain't even in. But we're going to put DeMarcus Ware in? Get the fuck out of here. Rondé Barber has a ring. So that's going to be Super Bowl. He has a ring. So let's put him in the Super Bowl. So is Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, motherfucker? Should he be in? He has two rings. Eli has two rings. Is he in the ring? Is he in the Hall of Fame? Come on, man. Miss me with the ring shit. Is Ben Roethlisberger? He's got rings. So can we mention all the people with no with rings that aren't in either? Can I just so and if you win a Super Bowl, you're in the Hall of Fame. That is your criteria now, Eddie. Right? Get the fuck out of here, man. You can't come with no real shit to debate me, homie. Come on, man. Eddie said, with all due respect, you don't know football well. You're a hater. (laughs) Eddie, it's okay. Eddie, I'm sending you a package of Adderall. I'm sending you an IEP. That's an individual education plan. We're going to get you on an IEP. I love you to death. I'm not even mad at you. I love you. I'm going to send you an IEP, some Adderall. I'm going to send you uh, a few coping mechanisms to help you um, get through your days every day on Boost Mobile with no phone and your horrible service. I'm going to help you cope with those things. Some coping mechanisms. I could try to ask Lucy if she could help me send you some shit. But um, God bless you, dog. God bless you. Um, Some interesting ones coming up. I got some. I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. Malik Beasley is now teammates with Scottie Pippen Jr. on the Lakers. Beasley was dating Pippen's wife, or Pippen's ex-wife, Pippen's mom, uh, a couple years ago. I don't know if you knew this. Um, Interesting dynamic being created in the Lakers locker room. I got to be honest. Um, This is going to be interesting. Rankin Media said that's old, JB. Holy fuck. We got some dumb motherfuckers, man. What is old? What is old? Can I hear the old part? Can I hear the old part of this? No shit. It says 2020. We know when he dated her. But Pippen being traded to the Lakers ain't old. Holy fuck. Some of you motherfuckers just say shit. The motherfucker just got traded there, dog. What are you talking about? Pippen's son wasn't with the Lakers two years ago, and neither was Beasley. Now they're together. That's the point of the fucking picture. Holy shit. Why don't you hit me up and DM me so you can produce the show, motherfucker? Lakers got a very interesting dynamic happening here. Uh, 
Russell Wilson investigation was found that the Broncos quarterback foundation has spent 24 cents. How do you even spend 24.3 cents? Not even a full quarter. How do you not spend a quarter? How do you not drop a quarter on these motherfuckers instead of 24.3 cents on every dollar on charitable activities? The foundation has raised millions, but only a quarter of it goes to charity. Oh, shocker. Oh, that's a shocker. I'm sure you guys are all shocked. I'm sure you guys are all shocked. And I'm sure when he releases a apology, you guys are all going to say, oh, Russell, Sierra, you guys are great. Appreciate you. It takes a real man to come out and apologize. No, it takes a real man not to fuck over the people giving you money. But see, that's not, that's a you problem, people. Any of you that give to charitable fucking foundations at PetSmart, Walmart, at Target, at the the fucking Hamlin, Russell Wilson, you are fucking idiots. If you really think that money's going to save the fucking people and hunger and, and Somalia, you're a fucking idiot. It's to save all the dogs. You will give your money away and never, ever, ever ask a question, ever, ever, ever ask for a picture. I want to see a video of you taking my money to Somalia and showing me that the food that it paid for the Somalian hunger, this is what it is. I want to see the video, motherfucker. You won't ask for shit. You'll just give away your money. And hope and pray that the people in the world are great humans and have high integrity and great character. And they're going to take your hard-earned money and they're going to put it where they say. Shame on you, dumb fucking idiots. Holy fuck, you are retarded of all retards. Motherfuck. Wake your fucking eyes up, open them up, open your ears, listen, and fucking understand that you are naive as fuck. Stop being a little naive fucking dumbass. How about you saying, "Ah, I've yet to see anything change. I've yet to see anything change. Like, it's funny that all these charitable fucking Black Lives Matter. Yeah, she's living on Malibu. She's got two mansions, by the way. How about the how about the pastor Olstein? <laughs> this motherfucker bought the fucking summit. This motherfucker bought the Houston Rockets arena. And you guys think that he's giving your money away for charity. <laughs> hey man, give me your money. I'm going to send around my 27th offering for this day, this fine Sunday, Christian people. Here's the 27th offering. You got to start making this thing heavy now. We got to get some money in this thing. I got to buy the summit. And then I'm going to take the summit and I'm going to turn it into my house. Because I got to have a 100,000 square foot house so I could say that I'm really the king dick pastor of all. So you guys got to help that happen. You got to make this happen for me now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, my God. Yes, Mr. Osteen, you are the best.
my God. Some of you motherfuckers are dumb as fucking rocks. Some of you motherfuckers are dumb as a rock. And then you believe that everything on Netflix is real. (laughs) Oh, my God, I believe you. Here's a hundred dollars. Here's a thousand dollars, Mr. Osteen. JB's a criminal. That motherfucker cussed out kids. He cussed out coaches. That motherfucker's a criminal. Don't ever, ever fucking follow JB and talk to Don't ever believe JB. He's a criminal. Mr. Osteen, here you go. Go buy the summit in this $100,000 house. I mean, 100,000 square foot house. You deserve it. Go do that. Meanwhile, breaking news, Olstein just fucking fondled three little boys in the backwoods in the woodlands and uh, Sugarland, Texas. Uh, further details to be uh, explained later on on News at 7. <laughs> oh, you guys pay billions to the Vatican every day. Breaking news, uh... All the high priests in the Vatican just got caught for uh, sodomizing all your young boys out there. So please make sure you do- drop some donations so we can fight this in court. Uh, because you Catholic faith, uh, we got to have our Christianity and our faith is, has to be stronger than ever. Make sure you drop some more money so we can fondle your little boys. Thank you. Breaking news more later on at 8. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers believe it. Holy shit. You guys really believe that shit. Can I get to, I got to get to this, this, this video's out there trending. This white boy, uh, back in the day, we used to call him Wiggas, right? White boy that wanted to be black. I told you, I grew up in the hood, grew up in Compton, pretty much predominantly only grew up with black people, black, my homies or everyone I grew up with. Never said the word, never wanted to say the word, the N-word that is. Never had to say it, never really cared to say it. Um, I used to despise the, the white folks who tried to say it in a way that was cool, that, that it had an A on the end, all right? Had the A on the end. They thought that was okay. Yeah, Even when I see the Hispanic population saying it, um, and a Polynesian population says it a lot. Um. They get a pass. They get a pass because, you know, we're ignorant. We're fucking ignorant. Well, anyway, there's an there's an irony to this story, and there's a very, very funny one. And I'm ashamed of this story. And I got to show you. A lot of you guys have seen this dumb fucking mullet-wearing fucking backwoods idiot wannabe who's got knocked the fuck down uh, <laughs> at a hockey game. Take a listen. Fuck that. He me first, right? No, fuck that. 
back. No. Hey, hey. <sighs> so I gotta I gotta be honest. I saw the video and I'm looking at it and I'm just laughing like this dumb wannabe fucking clown. Um so I see the issue and I'm looking at it and I'm just like I'm sitting there like this fucking wannabe. So I click on him. Here's the moral of the story. I click on his social media. And guess what I found? What do you guys think I'm saying? He follows me. He fucking follows me on Twitter. Fuck. <laughs> I'm why do I attract the fucking backwood fucking wannabe box? He's probably in the show right now. It's probably Isaac Lords or one of these fucks. I don't know. It's a very disrupt. It's a very disappointing morning when I found out he follows me. So. I might put some yak in the fucking coffee this morning. I got to deal with these fucks following me. <laughs> he probably is a member. Probably is a member. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. Put steel in the Chick-fil-A. No. Daryl. Hey, get that Chick-fil-A sauce. Get that Chick-fil-A sauce. Hey, get this man his food. This man deserves his food. He's obviously not mentally ill. You don't know what he's gonna do. Please don't agitate him. Uh, stay away. Stay away. You don't know if he's gonna leave, but you stay away. Don't add fuel to the fire. You know better. These guys are unpredictable. <laughs> oh my these guys? What the fuck you mean these guys? <laughs> You people, fuck you mean you people. Tropical Thunder reference. Um, the little Asian guy, though, I got to ask Steve Kim, like, what's your people doing, Steve? What the fuck's going on, Steve? These guys are unpredictable. You got to stay away. You don't ever know these guys. These guys have CTE. <laughs> Holy fuck, dog. We are so fucked up. But here's my point of the question. Here's the point of the whole thing. Why are we starting to see this trend? Fighting fast food workers behind McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Subway. Why is this a trend? Why is this a new thing? We're, you see all the people recording that bitch. You saw everybody recording it. Everybody wanted to fucking see it. Cats in the back talking dumb shit. Get your Chick-fil-A sauce. Like... Pussy dumb fucks. 
That is what we've become. We have allowed it in the parents as parents in the household for so long. It's caught out of control. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it with teachers in the fucking schools. You're seeing it in public with 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 older women and men getting beat down by a bunch of young punk kids. I gotta be honest, man. I go out for one reason. I don't order Uber Eats. First of all, I like to see girls. I want to see different humans and females for the most part. I want to see females shopping. There's a lot of fine females that go shopping. Don't don't short yourself, men. Get out of the house and go to occasionally go to Walmart if you want. If you want to get the barefoot, no teeth, T-E-E-F, teeth, uh, mullet. If you're a woman, you want a mullet. You want the barefoot, fucked up feet, gator skin feet, uh, inbred, you know. Hood, you go to Walmart. You can pull out of there. There's some hood rats in Walmart. There's some hood rats in Walmart. Uh, I'm sure there's some dudes in Walmart that you could probably tell them, you know, meet me around a corner and, and you give me a thousand dollars, and they would do it. And then you just could drive off. You don't got to do nothing. They're, they're just they're inbred. They're fucking dumb. So you can get them right. Um, you gotta go do that. You gotta go do that. Uh, you gotta get out. But the main reason I go out is to see that. I want to see that fucking thing happen so I could fucking choke slam one of these young punk kids. Uh, anyway, uh, can't, without further ado, man, um, I'm going to put the, uh, the ticker down here on the bottom um, so you guys can follow him. Um, I can't thank him enough. Let me find the ticker. Bam. On the bottom, make sure you follow Tony Moyaki, NFL, former NFL tight end, Atlanta Falcon, um, Kansas City Chief. Can't wait to get into it. I appreciate him coming on. Uh, Oos, what up? What's up? Man, how you doing, doing, brother? I'm good. Man, where you at, man? Driving? Uh, The Chicago traffic, it's unpredictable. I had to pull over. Man, I used to live out in, uh, (laughs) I used to live in Palatine. Oh really? I, I grew up in not too. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Warrenville. I went to Wee Warrenville oh, okay. South. Yeah. Man, are you Tongan? Yeah. How the yes, hell did you get out there? <laughs> my my um, parents went to. Uh, are you on a phone? Yeah. Can you turn it sideways? Yeah. Like that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. I knew I, I was. I saw the name and I'm like, damn! I've, I've coached so many Tongans and 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 Polys, and I'm like, is he Tongan? Yeah. I'm like, then I saw your bio. I'm like, he's from Illinois, though. I'm like, he might yeah. be Hawaiian. <laughs> I didn't know what you were, so I was like, that's so. So all right, go ahead. How'd you get out there? Uh, my based. My mom got a. My parents got a job out of college. I went to BYU, Hawaii, and BYU, and then my mom just got a job offer out in Warrenville. Illinois, so we headed out this way. My older brothers and sisters were born in Kuhuku, uh, Hawaii, and then um, my parents picked up and moved to Utah and then made their way to Chicago land area. Damn. Um, yeah. Kuhuku, man, I, I've had a lot of players out of there, brother. I, I recruited yeah, I would, I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, I recruited a bunch of those guys, man. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. You played at Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah I played at Iowa. 
Um, How was that? that? That's kind of a little culture shock because I was bringing, yeah. I, was, <laughs> hey, I was bringing Polly's to Kansas, dog, and they were yeah. like, "Coach, where are we at?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I was, I wanted to play in the Big Ten, and they were coming off back-to-back Big Ten championships, and then uh, Coach Rance was like one of my favorite coaches all through recruiting, um, and I, they, I just. I don't know. Fell in love with Iowa City. I wanted to play for Coach France, and uh, it was it was awesome, man. Iowa was everything I thought it would be. Is um, won a lot of games there, and it was tough though. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Uh, but Hell yeah, man! I enjoyed sure. it. Yeah. And you, uh, you were one of the first. You guys, you were one of like the big first like big body guys that come out as a, as a bigger body tight end to come out and get yeah. drafted. Uh, Scott Pioli drafted you, right? Yeah, Scott. Yep. Scott good. and, uh, Scott was good friends with coach Ferentz from the, uh, Cleveland Browns days. Yep. And then, um, he, they stayed friends. So he was kind of like in Iowa city randomly while I was there and got to know him a little bit. Um, great, great guy. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I think the chiefs traded up to get me in the third round and, uh, loved playing in Kansas city too. A lot of Iowa people there Hell or yeah. close enough to yeah. drive up for a game. So I would always, there's always one Iowa fan decked out in Iowa gear during, and I would, during warmups, they'd be there early and I would always see at least one family and they'd pop out in that red yeah that yellow oh, and yeah. Black pop out yeah i mean they would get there so early there's like barely anyone in the seats yet but they're they're always one family just sitting watching warm-ups hey let me ask like you the, the, the warm-up before the warm-up i i should say did you play in atlanta with tony gonzalez no i missed tony on the chiefs by uh, a season, and then I believe I also missed him on the Falcons by season. Damn. So, yeah. yeah, we were high school rivals, man, playing. Uh, his uh, his older brother, All Chris, right. actually, his older brother, Chris, was actually my Juco tight end. Oh, really? Yeah, so we played each other all through high school, you know, at, at Huntington, and, and, and then uh, yeah. and I was at Artesia, but we had to play him in the playoffs in both basketball and football because we were a powerhouse. They were good, too. Yeah. Um before he went to Cal and, and, and played with Jason Kidd. I mean, you know the story, but uh, yeah, we yeah. had to get, we had to play all them dudes down here in LA uh, in basketball, man. Our basketball teams, fuck, we had to go through all. Yeah. Them. I heard he was, I, was heard, I heard he was a beast of basketball. He would have probably went to the NBA, but I don't think he would have been even yeah. close to what he is in the NFL. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, how was, uh, so look, did they, did you get the, the, the name, the leaping Tongan? Is that really a name you got? Uh, oh yeah, was that Iowa? Yeah. So yeah, so, so I got some nickname like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what were you? Were you hurdling dudes or what? Um, I I remember hearing about it. It might have been um, it might have been from all the basketball I was playing like at the field house while I was at Iowa. That's used to dunk on cats. Yeah. So I think that my I I can't remember what how I got it, but that might have been it. Why? 
Hey, I was you, I was I was playing there all the time. Hey, Polynesian out there dunking on cats, dog. <laughs> it's gonna open people's eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, were you with the Seahawks? I was. Yeah. With Carol. Um, yeah, we were on the. I was on the uh, the Super Bowl team that we lost at the with the interception. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Let me ask you something, man. Everybody asked that question. If you hand the yeah. ball off to Marshawn, do you win the Super Bowl? Well, of course. We we thought we so we were they were um they were uh, doing the replay of the uh, curse catch to they're confirming the catch. So we had like basically a timeout to that we. They in our huddle, we're like, all right, we're gonna hand off to Marshawn four times in a row, boom, over. And then I, I think I've seen a couple of clips of maybe Sherman talking about it, or yeah, we, yeah. When they got in the shotgun, I still thought we were handing the ball off. So that was is was that a called? Play or was that Russell Wilson at the line checking it? That was a called play. We we worked we worked on that play all week. I, we just all thought we were just handed off four times in a row. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So it. we did. We had a run run play out of that formation. So I still thought we were running it. Damn. That's that's some good insight, man. A lot of people don't know that that story, but. Uh, how was Pete? We actually, we, we actually had um well, so after that first down run, we were thinking about going goal line. We had one goal line play out of our goal line package. It was a pass to me. But the Patriots had two goal line defenses. One they played uh with two different personnels one personnel they played zero the other personnel they played like uh zone so yeah we were waiting to see what personnel they were putting out and they put out the cover zero personnel which is like they, they had an extra db in their goal line package for that so then we switched out of that play so like they were like i was next to the offense or the tight end coach because he called in the personnel and he's like, oh, get ready, get ready, uh, go on, we might go go on here. And then we went to that play. Damn. <laughs> uh, man, one of my one of my best friends in the world, man, is Kalani Sataki, man, tonging himself. Oh, yeah. BYU head coach. You guys related at all? Uh, not related, but um, my older brother uh, played with him at BYU. Okay. And then uh, my brother-in-law is the running backs coach for BYU right now. Oh, okay, I got yeah, I know the yeah. whole team. I know the whole yeah. team, man. Uh yeah. Do you know uh Jack? Yeah, Jack. So yeah. You're, so your 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 brother in law, you play he was there with Sark and, and Kalani at BYU back in the day. Um uh, Sarkeesian was the QB on that team. Um no. It was what was Sataki? I thought it was Walsh. No, it was uh, it was Sark. Sark was there, Kalani was Sark's roommate. Sark, uh, Kalani okay. was fullback on that team, uh, and he was the roommate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you know Matt McChesney. 
No. He played. He played for the. Oh, I was play- thinking. I was thinking Jack and uh, Jack and my brother, my oldest brother, were Walsh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, yeah. Kalani's I think Jack, a- Andy Reid, Andy Reid invited Jack to the Super Bowl, actually. For, really? Yeah, because you know Reid went to BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. But no Jack, doubt. Jack, Jack hooks up uh, Coach Reid whenever he comes uh Provo, so he reached out to Jack to invite him to the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Which man, I thought hey, was you, cool. Were you? Did you get into coaching? No, I did not. Okay, I thought I saw you getting into coaching or something. I was like, oh, maybe uh, he's in the coach. So what are you doing now, dog? What do you What do you got going now in the fire? I'm in Chicago. Uh, I've moved here. Like, all right, got a place here when I was in uh, still playing. And then after I was done, um, I kind of just set up shop here. I, I didn't know where I, I wanted to live, and then I just basically haven't left. I just had a daughter. Um, yeah, so we're in the middle of winter here in Chicago, and she's just Congrats. turned 10 months. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I remember those times. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's 24 so right now. My daughter's 24. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, so when my so my daughter was sick during uh the holidays and then we were kind of stuck inside and I I watched the last chance you. Oh shit. I, ne- I never had seen it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That was awesome. Hey man, I still haven't watched that shit either, so <laughs> I, I, you're you're cracking me up. Uh, hey, how was uh how was Arthur Blank to play for? Um, he was, I mean, it was, it was cool. Like we, um, I, I, so I was in Seattle the year before and, and Dan Quinn took the job in Atlanta, brought me over. Um, so like the ownership, I went from the Seahawks to Atlanta. It was, it was nice. Like we got anything we needed. I we never I never felt like we were being cheap with anything. It, it was cool. He was great. Nah, that's good. Um, nice stuff. Hell yeah. So so what what what's what's in the what's in the what's in the plans, man, going forward? You uh you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna try to get into anything with football or are you just doing your own thing? I was doing my own thing right now. Um I when I was done, I was thinking about getting into coaching, and then I had to have a couple surgery. I called it quits because I was like, I need to get my knee redone. Um, and then I just never got back into the football thing. Um, I still follow it and watch it and stuff. But, All right, man, you played for the Chiefs. Uh, before yeah. I let you get out of here, who, uh, who you got in the Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, Chiefs. Oh, shit. He's you said that yeah. with no problem, dog. You think they're yeah. there, you know? If the defense anchors in there against that old line, I I, I think Andy Reid and Mahomes, they might, they might put 40 on them. I don't know. <laughs> really? Hey, that's a big if with that, that, that D-line. Can they stop that Eagles up, up front? Can they stop yeah, that? Yeah, the, the Eagles O-line is elite so um i think if they just get some big stops on third down 
I think Andy Andy Reid two weeks the game plan. It's gonna be nice. I agree. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, that's a good what, point. Like, didn't he have that? Like, it might still be standing, but him out of bye weeks. Yeah, he's after like, bye week, he's undefeated, yeah. I think, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, man, I, it's gonna be an interesting game, man. I, I, it's gonna be a. a, hey, a I feel old. Sirianni was a like. Was he quality control or? Yeah, receivers coach when I was in Kansas City. Yeah, I think he was, and then Andy didn't. Something keep like it. that. Andy got rid of yeah. him. Andy was. I was my last year in KC was Andy's first year. Damn. Oh, Andy. Yeah, that's right. Andy didn't keep. He brought in all his new. Uh, new guys. Uh, yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Actually. Yeah, man, you got to play for the two playing each other in this game, so that's yeah. a. You're rare. That's a rare feat for you, man. Shit. That's uh, <laughs> you got the Chiefs, though. Hey, I've had all these guests on all week, and I'm like, shit, yeah. I've taken their pick. So yeah. most people are going with the Eagles, but there has been some cheat. It's about halfway. It's about split down the middle. I think the money is favoring the Eagles right now in Vegas. Right. But, but, you know, I got to see it, man. The, the Chiefs have yeah. been there before. And yeah. he's been there four times. Uh, Mahomes yeah. third. And Jalen Hurts is going to be a little bit bright-eyed, big-eyed yeah. under the lights. The Eagles have a few players that were in the Super Bowl, but I think it maybe it yeah. could be too big for them too. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I. It's just all about the Chiefs' defense. Yeah. That all I that all I can mold people. So, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Well, hey man, I appreciate you coming on, dog. And uh, yeah, hey. thanks for having me. Be safe out there on that road and uh, in that black ice out there. I know how to drop yeah. again. Uh, yeah, I almost slipped this morning. <laughs> See? <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, Oos, man. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. All right, brother. All right. Be well, hey. Coach. See ya. You too. Um, Tony Moyaki, appreciate him joining me. Uh, without further ado, we're going to go right into the Matt McChesney. Uh, Matt. What up? Good morning. You see me? I tagged you in that Denver Nugget post. Uh, fucking love yeah. it. They got beat by fucking Orlando last night. Are you shitting me? When I bet Denver. on Denver to win, they fucked me in against Orlando? Yeah, they fucked me too pretty hard. God damn it. I hit every parlay last night but the win. I hit Gordon's points, rebounds, Jokic, the under, and then they lost. So, yeah, that, that was pretty And they fun. traded away Mamba to the Lakers. Mambo, Mamba, Mambam, whatever the fuck his name Bones is. Highland. Bones Highland left uh, the Nuggets, but I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. I don't care. Fuck the Lakers. No, they got the kid from Orlando, so he didn't even play, and they still beat Denver. And I'm like, fuck, there's no way Denver, Denver's going to torch these cats because they just traded half their roster th that day, uh, Orlando did. And I'm like, fuck. Um, yeah, road trips in the NBA are weird. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Um, meanwhile, Russ chilling with Ciara, uh, Sean Payton, Joe Montana. Matt, I got to say, I, I showed that picture for one reason. Sean Payton came out and said, you ain't going to have your fucking trainer. You're not going to have a fucking office. You're not going to do that dumb shit. And then you see him with this picture. Explain to the folk, the common folk, the novice fan, that is what good coaches do. He is allowing him to build a trust and show him, hey, 
you ain't going to do this shit, but I'm still going to be your guy and I'm going to be your head coach and I'm going to build this relationship. I think that says a lot right there. And I think that that is a very, very good thing as a Denver fan out there to see this relationship start to build right now and get this weirdness out of this fuck. Well, they, they better figure it out because, you know, everyone's job except for Peyton's is wrapped up in it. So, you know, and shit, judging by what we just saw from Tom Brady, you know, women leave quick. So if Russell falls off of a hill, maybe Sierra's looking back at future for all we know. So I, I look, this entire situation is precated on Russell Wilson doing his job. And You're saying you could go back to the future? He could go. She could go back to the future. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> uh, but look, man, it's it's good to see them having dinner and shit, I guess. But I love how Sean Payton's like, yeah, we're not going to do any social media shit. And then he's on social media like three days later. So uh, social media is not the devil. It's not the worst thing in the world. If it becomes more than the play, then it becomes a problem. But if you can balance both of them, then one feeds the other. So we'll see. Um, OU and Texas agree to leave the Big 12 early. A little college football talk. Uh, you cool with that? <clears throat> I mean... I mean, I'm cool with them leaving. Um, I want them out as fast as possible if they're going to leave. Look, I played in the old Big 12. You know, my division in college was... Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas State, Kansas, Iowa State, and then the South was Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Tech. And now looking at the Big 12, it's a it's a shell of that. Missouri, A&M, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Texas, Colorado, everyone's gone. So they're trying to fill the ranks with these other teams, and it, it might work. It might not. I don't really know. Um, look, the – Texas and Oklahoma thing, I've been saying this since day one, but be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for, bro. Like, especially Oklahoma, they've been dominating a conference for, I mean, they've won 50 fucking big eight, big 12 titles. So it, it just breaks my heart as a, like the kid inside me breaks my heart to see the old big eight pretty much gone. You know, Bedlam's gone. Colorado and Nebraska don't play anymore regularly. They play next year and the year after, but they're not in conference anymore. You know, Kansas State's main rivals are all gone. All they have is Kansas left. Like, it's just, it 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 sucks that the middle of the country, the main conference in the middle of the country has been just plucked and, and you know, essentially just hunted, and now everybody's gone. Um, I also heard a rumor and, and read something the other day that San Diego State and SMU are being courted by the Pac-12, so they're trying to get the Dallas market there, and, San Diego State, I mean, shit, if, if they if they think that the San Diego, San Diego market can hold, then cool. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot more movement on, on, the, on the horizon. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Big Ten comes in, especially now with Coach Prime in Boulder and how, you know, we've seen the, the eyes on the program plus the Denver media market having four professional teams here in and uh, in the Cowtown, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Big Ten comes in and scoops up CU and Utah and, you know, Stanford and Cal or something, or Oregon and Washington. 
And then the then the Pac-12 and the Big 12 have to merge at that point, and they just got to kind of figure out where, where everybody fits in there. So it's kind of the misfit toys uh, conference at that point. So I, I'm not – Look, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist in the sense that I want the rivalries and I want the tradition of college football to look the same. But I'm also very progressive in the fact that I want guys paid and I want NIL money and I want a college football players union. And like I want the players to actually have the voice and the, and the power that they deserve uh, because no one's going – no offense to the coaches – but no coach makes a tackle or throws a touchdown. So you got to have the players to get the fans in the, in the building. Uh, if, 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 if they just wanted to go see guys play football, then we would have walk-on bowls everywhere. There'd be people at parks watching assholes play football 11 on 11. But that's not the case. People only want to watch football if it's the highest level. And in order for college football to sustain this with all the movement you know, and the, the lack of rivalry and so on and so forth. And now money being the main motivator rather than when I played, it was winning and beating your rival and making sure you get out of school and get your degree. And then when I get to the NFL, I get my bag. Now it's how do I get the bag first and then take care of all this other stuff. I just hope that college football isn't getting too far ahead of itself because the traditional aspect of the game is why I love it so much. And I just – I hope that, look, essentially they can fix this problem for me personally one way. Bring back the rivalries. In, in non-conference especially, you know, Texas and Texas A&M are going to play now because they're both SEC schools. But you sacrifice Bedlam, like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State aren't going to play. Oklahoma State's not good enough to go to the, the SEC too. Why can't they go with Texas Tech? Take all four of them. Take Baylor with you. So, you know, Colorado, Nebraska needs to be played at the in September every year. Oklahoma, Nebraska needs to be played again. Colorado, Kansas State needs to be played. You know, just look at, like, you're telling me USC and Oregon are never going to play again? Washington and UCLA are never going to play again? I know they're north-south rivals in the Pac-12, but they fucking hate each other. and There's real resentment there. So, I just, I don't think you can fabricate rivalry and... I hope that the the NCAA with the clown fucking show that they are and, you know, just the the governing body of college football and all the people that have a say from the TV contracts to, you know, the, the frat boys in the basement, you know, hitting the fucking bong today. Like everybody can get on social media and voice their opinion about how they want to see the games played. So if we're going to go to this expanded playoff and all those things, the win loss numbers they shouldn't be as important. You can drop two games and get into a 12-team playoff if you're good enough. That said, everybody schedules minimum. If you're a Division One school, you can't schedule anybody under group of five. There's no more Alabama and Mercer. There's no more, you know, fucking Sacramento State. No offense to, to Sac State. They kick ass. Sac State going to Washington. Like, no more of that shit. I want to see... Major universities play major universities for 14 regular season games and then the playoff. And anyone who's like, oh, they're students, they can't do it. Shut up. You're a fucking, you're a dinosaur. That is not the way this works. I went to school first, football second. Remember that shit. Student athletes, right? Yeah, student athletes. Um, I say student athletes. (laughs) 
Um, Ryan Kelly <clears throat> files for divorce. Oh, what weirdo! This guy's fucking super weird. Is, what's in the water in Baton Rouge? <laughs> Ed Ogeron first. <laughs> the water is the wind. Like I just want to ask you this, Matt. God, Southern Why is there dirty laundry being aired as the head coach in, in LSU every year? Like I'm just confused as to how this shit is such a big fucking thing so, every year. So, and now this weirdo fucks dancing with the recruits, and he's got fucking accent changes, and you got Ogeron fucking fucking side bitches. Like what's going on? Well. Okay. I mean, look, you're in Southern California. I'm in Denver. We are not in the South. Okay. And the South, for all the negatives about the South, there are some extreme positives as well. And one of those positives are there are some badass fucking Southern Bells down there, dog. Like you're, you're uh, Brian Kelly. Georgia Peach. Oh, dude. Like, and this Louisiana, like Louisiana women. Whoo. Whoo. Like they're so hot. They make me sweat right now, dog. So you think you're Brian Kelly, you've been in the fucking cooler up in at Notre Dame. Not only is it the cooler, but you're stuck in Catholic, you know, no sex reform school, essentially, at Notre Dame. And then you end up at LSU public school, 100,000 co-eds. You know, every Saturday, just the girls are out. They're walking around, ass cheeks out. OnlyFans is going crazy. <laughs> He's lonely. His wife probably looks like a saddlebag. So, I mean, what are we talking about, dog? Are you, are you fucking like, you're shocked that Ed Orgeron and Brian Kelly are down there, you know, fucking slapping around meat curtains at LSU? I'm not. I mean, shit, I can't really blame them. I'm probably the only guy in the world that wasn't mad at Bobby Paterno. Like, when Bobby Paterno got caught doing what he was doing, I was like, why are you guys, you're just jealous. You're not the one on the fucking moped with the co-ed, dog. Like, I'm sorry you wrecked, but shit. So... Moped with the co-ed. We got to get with uh, A.B., me, you, and A.B. Write a, write a rap song. <laughs> so, look, I, I know it's all jokes, but look, dog, I am I, I, I got divorced. There's tons of people get divorced constantly. Here, here's my two cents. <clears throat> Don't get married. Hey, take it from me, but what do I know? I, I, I bet you Brian Kelly don't get married again. Bet. Well, he's saying married. Apparently, they're reconcil- reconciling. Oh, they're reconciling. Nice. So he he was in the line to lose half of his shit, as the great Bill Burr says. And yeah. he was like, "Now nah, fuck all that. I don't want to lose half my shit. Exactly right. Um, in the line to lose half of my shit. Look, it's moving. Love you, Bill. Hey, uh, Russell Wilson uh, found that he was not. He, like, how do you give 24.3 cents on the dollar to your charitable event? Uh, I. You can't just drop, hey, hey Matt. We can't just drop the full quarter. I, 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 I look, this has been a big play in Denver since it came out like three days ago. <clears throat> I'm not. I tried to read the like. Wait up! Does it sound like this guy? What? If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto oh, it. Right. <laughs> Get down, bitch. Look, does, I, it, does, it, does it sound like him? Are we, we going to start talking politics? Because I fucking hate that dude. No, I, I, I hate I hate all of them. I hate I all of them. I hate no, all of them. He is a stumbling, mumbling fuck. He needs to go away. But then if he goes away, then that super bitch becomes the president. We don't want that shit either. So can we just take four years off? Anybody? Um, look, the rest of the- around on the Chinese balloon. 
<laughs> just fuck it, you know. We're not going to shoot it. I love, how, I love how it went over Alaska, over Canada, over the United States. And they're like, now we'll shoot it down. They got all the information, so now you can shoot it down. Well, they had to get well, they had to get TikTok back up and running. Exactly. Don't get rid of TikTok. It's my favorite app. Uh, although, is there a worse thing to say to another grown man than "Yo, dog, what's your TikTok?" Uh, I I would never oh. do it. No way. What's the other one? Chat snap, chat snap. Yeah, Snapchat's a big one. My kids Snapchat. do Snapchat. I, I, I always get it fucked up. I've no, never even seen right. the app. I've never been on that one. I can't do that. Old about this. I was like, what Snapchat? Being the old head. And he was like, I had, I had a girl tell me one day, she's like, I can send you my pussy and then yeah. you, don't, you don't have to delete it. <laughs> he goes, Oh, he goes, Oh, you can just send pictures and then they, they just delete on their own. So I go, Oh, so it's a dick pic app. And he looked at me and I was like, you don't think I know what a dick pic is? I'm not 81, motherfucker. I'm 41. <laughs> so all the way back to Russell Wilson's charity um, from dick picking, I I tried to read this article. Uh, I can't remember who wrote it, but it was deep and long, and it had a ton of financial terminology in it that I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. The 501c3 charities and all those all that shit like – it seems to me that Russell Wilson has his entire family and his entire entourage and all the people that work for him all wrapped up together. Somebody's running this business. Somebody's running that business. Somebody's running the charity. And one thing that I, I heard a lot in this was they're co-mingling everything. Like everything goes into a pot and they just start writing checks to motherfuckers. And I don't know if that's going to work. So I, I this is probably not a good look like retrospectively, but right now I don't really think Russell is the Russell is the head in front of like the, the, the charity to get, get the money, but he doesn't do anything behind the scenes. It's not like him and Sierra are cutting up the books and writing checks. They're just, they're the figureheads that gets people to write the check. So I hope this doesn't bite him in the ass, but goddamn, bro. I mean, Hey, I that's know. why I don't give charities money, dude. Um, I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting the guy at PetSmart a, a dime. I want to see you I, I literally would, take the video and show me how you feed Somalia with my I dog. Would, I would much rather give somebody 20 bucks on the road like and like not record it or let anybody see it and just do yeah, it. I do that every day. Then I do it all the time. Like that's karma, in my opinion, coming back to you. That's doing something. Even if homeboy goes and spends it on fucking crack, I don't care. That's his choice. I tried to help him. That's but what he is doing. That, I'd rather do that than give two hundred bucks to some dude in a suit, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go, like change someone's life with this." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, you ain't gonna. That's going in your pocket." No, we're gonna go to Somalia and stop hunger. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get into, I gotta get into this shit right here. Uh, you finish your eggs. No, I'm not hungry. Finish your eggs. There's starving people in Africa. What are you gonna send them my eggs? <laughs> I want. I want. Uh, yo, give me the receipt. I got. <laughs> we got. We got the Hall of Fame inductees. Heavy, heavy defensive <clears throat> unit uh, here. Um, I want to go down this list and ask you yes or no. Okay. Darrell Revis. Absolutely yes. Ex Joe Thomas. Player. One hundred percent yes. I agree with you on totally on those two. The third one, I'm already taking heat. I say no. DeMarcus. No. I say no. No. DeMarcus Ware's not a Hall of Famer? Uh, me and Marcellus Wiley both agree. 
I don't believe so. Then you and Marcellus are both fucking cuckoo crazy, dog. That guy. Right, is tell a- me who, he's, who is he better than? Who is he better than? He, he wasn't even. He wasn't even as good as. Come on, as dog. He was. He, he was a top ten premier rusher his entire career. While he was in the NFL, he was top five, top ten the entire time. He went to Denver and solidified the defense on the other side of Von Miller. Won a ring. He he checked every box. Tons of sacks, over okay. 150 sacks. Again, again. He's a, he's are, we, are we comparing it to his era and giving everybody a fucking trophy? Or are we talking about a Hall of Famer here? Okay, so why? Tell me why he's not a Hall of so, Famer. So, so you you put him in, you put him in, but not fucking Simeon Rice. Get the fuck out of here. That's not what you just asked. You didn't I know, but that's what is happening. Simeon Rice you didn't ain't in. Say Simeon Rice once. No, I'm not saying you. I'm telling you, Simeon Rice is not fucking in, and he is getting See, in. Simeon Rice is a good football player, but he doesn't hold a candle to Demarcus Ware, dog. What? If you're, ta- if you're talking about just stats, Simeon Rice is just a sack artist. He doesn't uh, play the run. He doesn't chase the ball. He was lazy as fuck. Demarcus Ware is a complete defensive end outside linebacker. Simeon Rice is just a pass rusher. I'd be be tempted to see if he could do a push-up today, skinny ass. So, look, dog, come on. You're sitting here trying to debate them. I bet you you don't think Zach Thomas is a Hall of Famer either, huh? I do. How about Rondé Barber? Is he a Hall of Famer? Fuck no. No! Dude, like, no, man, it's amazing the the way people think about the Hall of Fame. Like, oh my God, are you serious? Rodney Barber and Tiki Barber should go to the barber and get their fucking shit cut. They're horrible. They're I hate these fucking shit birds. They're like, you know why they're made? You know why Rodney Barber's going, Matt? Because him and his brother are like they're like the fucking good old. They're the good old boys. They've been around the network. They've been around the voters. I Rondé hate Rodney Barber and the whole Barber family. Um, well, just Don, because you hate him doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Famer. Right, uh, Rodney Barber is not a Hall of Famer. All right, so Rondé you're telling Barber me. Is a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. All right, is everybody on this list a Hall of Famer? I, I'm not going to talk about Chuck Howley and Joe Klecko being fucking old school ones. And Don Coryell, of course, he invented a fucking offensive scheme. I don't know who Ken Riley is. But the other five, yeah, the other five are all Hall of Famers. Honestly, why who, is Don Coryell taking this fucking long? Is my question. Because the NFL is fucking stupid and they take forever to get people into the hall. It. Where's the list of everybody that was on the ballot? That's who I want to go over for Hall of Fame or not. Give me the give me the Hall of Fame list of everybody that was on it. Let's go over that because there's I guarantee you there's a bunch of guys that got snubbed. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. We got to do that next week because there's a lot of guys that got snubbed, and I believe there's a lot no, of guys in that still deserve it. I got it right here. All right, so <clears throat> I'll ask you, <clears throat> Jared Allen. Yes. But Demarcus Ware's not. Oh my Fuck God, no. you're you're, fu- you're out of your fucking mind. No, I, no, he's not. Will, Willie Anderson. Who? Willie Anderson. He. Fucking gave up like 15 sacks his entire career. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, a of mine. he's coming on the show next week. Of course he is. One of my guys, yes. too. With Big Willie. The fact that he didn't get in this year is a fucking travesty. Hey, Willie, Willie, do you know Willie well? I do. I've had him on my show several times. He's a great dude. I love him. Yeah, I, I figured because he does like similar shit you're doing, right? 
Yeah, we talk about it all the time. He's my guy. He's actually lost a ton of weight. Looks great. I'm yeah, really happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rondé got in, even though you don't think so. Dwight Freeney didn't get in. I know. Oh, you got you got where over him? Uh, I don't. Well, I think I would personally, I would take Demarcus Ware over Freeney, but Freeney's a better oh. pure sack artist. Look, that's my opinion. I want to complete. I, I, go uh Devin Hester didn't get in. If you don't think he's all of famer, we're I don't want to do I don't want to do the show anymore. He, he, just, say yes. just say yes or I quit. If you say Devin Hester's not a fucking Hall of Famer right now, this is the last time we're gonna talk. I give you the middle finger and I leave. I don't already came it. out of Twitter. He should there's no way he's not in. Okay, thank you. Good. I, you're about to say no way he gets in, and I was about I, to. I, say, no, I don't understand how you can't have him in if we're talking about what he did to change the game. Now, let me ask you something though: Is Dante Hall uh, no. got a shot? No, not. He's a great returner, but he's not Devin Hester. Devin Hester, I've never been in a fucking meeting room and had. A special, like every single special teams fucking meeting I went to where we were playing Chicago. Okay. He was in Chicago from 2006 until 2013. All right. So my whole career, he was in Chicago. We played him three or four times, played him in the preseason, played him in the regular season. And every time the, the coaches were like, this is the best returner we've ever seen on film. What, how he manipulates the lanes is incredible. <clears throat> do not kick him the fucking ball. And the one time that Tony Dungy tempted fate, homeboy went to the fucking house. So the fact that he's not and in this crazy. very pissed off, not only for him, but Brian fucking Mitchell, who's been on the show, he needs a beat. We talked about that last week. Brian Mitchell's still not in the Hall of Fame. That's a travesty. Tory Holt. Man, so this is the thing. I, yes, believe, I, believe, I believe Tory Holt's a top 10 wide receiver. Of all time? Of all time. He's got the best hand skill set I've ever seen in my entire life. I've got to throw He's with him. I've thrown with a lot of Hall of Famers. Tory Holt is was so fucking underappreciated. Uh, Isaac well, Bruce, Holt, by the Holt, way, is in, right? He was getting the Reggie Wayne treatment. Like, I equate it to when you had Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt, Isaac's already in, Tory's waiting. When you That's had Harrison and Wayne, Harrison's in, Wayne's waiting. So Holt's getting the Wayne treatment right now, but I, I do think he'll get in eventually. Andre Johnson, he didn't get in last night. How do you think about him? He just he should be in. Okay. Joe Thomas is in. Zach Thomas is in. Where's in? Reggie Wayne, we just talked about. Patrick Willis. Man. He only played seven years. He was a freak. He's a freak in nature. I don't know if his I don't know if he if he I don't know if he's done enough. Well, so he was an all-pro three times, pro bowler six times, I think. Just got hurt. You know, like Terrell Davis, he only played six years. He got in. Took a I while, mean, but he got AJ, in. AJ Green went to Pro Bowl seven years in a row. People are saying he's not a Hall of Famer. So, I and mean. So is stats, AJ Green a Hall of Famer? If we're going to do stats, half the fucking Hall needs to come out. Well, if we're going to do stats, then, like, every receiver in the modern era is getting in. This is kind of the. It's the it's the Deshaun Jackson conversation we already all always have. So, and then the last one, uh, your boy Darren Woodson. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? How the uh, fuck is Darren Woodson not in the Hall of Fame? Like, so again, I come back to this this question: 
Candy and White before before you say that, it's interesting hearing uh, Dan Patrick and Marcellus Wiley on their show yesterday. Dan thought Darren should have not been in, and Marcellus said Darren should be in. And then they brought in the other Woodson. Uh, I mean, not Woodson. Uh, who's the other safety that's not in? They both thought should be in, and I was. I thought that was interesting. I gotta get the. I, I draw the blank on the name, but Darren Rocky, Woodson, who? Rodney Harrison, right? Rodney, Rodney Harrison. Harrison. Rodney Harrison. Yeah. They thought should be in over Darren Woodson. I'm like Darren Woodson should be in. Both both of them should look. You know how you want to know how you solve this stupid fucking problem? Let twelve guys in. Yeah. Like why? Why is there only five modern? And it's not even modern day. Fucking Zach Thomas has been retired for 30 years, dog. Like, why does he have to wait that long? So they've got to let more people in because there's more people that are deserving. Like, a bunch of guys on that list shouldn't have to wait to get into the Hall of Fame. Let me ask you this. Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Yes, Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. And and that's... Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer because of two Super Bowl victories in his last name. That's it. And Ben Roethlisberger? Yes, he'll he'll be a Hall of Famer too. He won multiple Super Bowls with the Steelers. He's getting in. And there, and those are two guys a lot of people don't think should be in. And I, look, I'm not saying that they are wrong. I'm just, I, I gave think they reason. both should be in. I think they should both be in as well. And look, this is how I equate this. Can you write the history of the NFL and leave this dude out? Not That's what I say the same thing. Time. I say the same you, thing. You can leave him out then he's not a Hall of Famer. But if you start talking about him, he's in. So Let me ask you this. Is Drew Brees in? Demarcus Ware. Like, you can really sit here and say Demarcus Ware isn't in the, like, the written history of the NFL? Bro, come on. I don't know about that. Let me ask you this. Is 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 Drew Brees in? Oh, first ballot. I'm, I'm okay, so in. Drew Brees is in. Never really beat Brady. But Eli beat Brady's ass twice for Super Bowls, and we're debating if he should be in or not. That is how I equate it. We literally, both of us just said yes. I know, I I know. I'm just saying that is how I equate it. We got guys that never beat Brady and guys that beat him twice, and you're going to leave him out? Like, it makes no sense. All all those guys are getting in. This is also the difference. You're a coach, and I'm an ex-player and a coach. So, in the NFL. So, I don't look at this through fan glasses. I don't look at it like I don't like him or his team. That's what's swaying my argument on whether or not he gets into the hall. 95% of the people that you're arguing with in the chat and who have this conversation on the street or on social media, they're looking at it through the color tent of their favorite team. And you fucking know they are. So that that immediately is why they don't allow fans to vote for the fucking Hall of Fame because the fans vote fucking car into the Pro Bowl and shit and Huntley. So, like, they would let... I got Williamson who hasn't played all year. Exactly. So, I'm a... I'm... I think that it's easier now to get into the Hall of Fame than it ever, ever has been because so much of it's predicated on inflated stats. But at the same time, you know, there's some guys that you just watch and you know that he's elite and he should be there. So let me, all right, let me get in a few things before we break the Super Bowl down real quick before you get out of here. Mahomes wins the second MVP. Uh, Brian Dable, coach of the year. Bosa, defensive player of the year. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Um, 
Do you agree or disagree with any of those? No, I'm, I'm with them all. I thought Mahomes would win the MVP. Bosa was the defensive MVP. I think Hassan Reddick is going to have something to say about that on Sunday. Um, I think he's going to play with his with with his ass on fire. That guy's going to be fired up. Um, look, the the NFL honors are a cool thing, and I'm glad they do them. Back in the day, they used to just announce like there wasn't really a big award show. Uh, you know, it was really cool to see Coach Prime up there talking about Colorado football in the middle of the award show. Like this is where we where we've gotten to, which is pretty awesome. Uh, that said, anybody watching this morning, go check out my podcast. The Savage Podcast is on YouTube. You can subscribe to it if you want. I posted it on all the different social media platforms. I just retweeted it. Make sure you follow that retweet. Lawrence Vickers, the, the great tailback fullback at CU that I played with. It's one of my brothers and played for eight years in the league at fullback for the Browns, Texans, and, and Cowboys. He was incredible on the show, bro. He <laughs> I listened to it. Dude, he he had me laughing my balls off. So, but he was he was going with Kansas City because of AB. I, I, I heard him say, and, and I know he said if he had to bet money, he'd bet on the Eagles. But uh, that's interesting take. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so let's go straight into that. Look, it's Friday. The Super Bowl Sunday. This is my favorite weekend of the year. Super Bowl Sunday is a fucking holiday. On top of that, it's my son's thirteenth birthday, and it's just a great day. So, love you, Nick. Um, I this game. I think it's going to be as entertaining and as good as the 41-37 New England-Philadelphia Super Bowl was. And I think you're going to get a ton of points. You're going to get a lot of swings. You're going to get, you know, trick plays and fucking special teams plays and defensive touchdowns. I think you're going to get a mix of everything, honestly, because both Mahomes and Hurts are going to take chances in this game that they usually wouldn't take. They're going to try and fit the ball in spots where they they usually don't throw it, where they've been safe and conservative. Well, Hurts has. Mahomes doesn't play like that. But where they've been relatively conservative throughout the year, trying to make sure they don't get beat and eliminated, now there's nothing to lose, and they're going to try and fit them into tight windows. That's going to lead to either huge plays, number one, turnovers and huge plays, number two, or both. And I'm going to go with the latter. So that on top of the pass rush dynamic of who do I trust more? Wiley and Orlando Brown Jr. or Lane Johnson and Maliata. And I, Lane Johnson and Maliata, I trust so much. And Wiley and Orlando Brown Jr. I watched Orlando Brown Jr. yesterday in the Cincinnati and the Jacksonville playoff games. And I, like, it was I know he's good, but God damn, it was bad. It was just like, oh, how are how is this guy winning like this? So I, I think that the pass rush and the, the rotational aspect of it and all the guys that are going to throw at you and the different blitz combinations and so on and so forth, I don't think Kansas City is going to be able to hold up to it, bro. And I look at the Tampa Bay Super Bowl against Kansas City and all the pass rushes they threw at him at Mahomes and all the pressure – and I think it's going to be an exact repeat. So is Mahomes and Kelsey going to be able to counter that? Or is, are they going to fall victim of the same thing? And I think that you're going to look at a modern-day Buffalo Bills here. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes has four or five Super Bowl losses at the end of his career and only one or two rings. And look, the one ring puts him in the club. But now I think people are looking at it and go, I need two rings now. Where it used to be our ring, 
Now we need two or three. And Rogers and needs one bad. Rogers, Rogers only has one. He needs one oh, bad. He one. needs another one bad. Yeah, like he not only that, but how many NFC title games has that guy fucking bombed in? So That's what I'm saying now going to the Raiders. I, I don't know, man. The Raiders haven't won shit in a fucking long time. So I I think the Jets probably have the better roster, but I don't <laughs> think going East Coast. I I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna right. sit here and say we don't want him. If, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come to the Jets, I'm with that shit, but Ayahuasca is not legal in New York, but you can get away with it in Vegas quick. Yeah, you can do anything in Vegas. Whores whores are legal there. Uh, (laughs) Let me ask you this. Uh, (laughs) I think think Sirianni should be coach of the year. Uh, He beat Dable three times. I think mediocrity is the new excellence. I think we are so... Enabled now. I think everyone get it just is a it's a it's a feel good world we live in. Well, everybody deserves a trophy. It's improvement or sustaining. Yeah, if you got if you beat a guy three times in that year though, and you're playing in the Super Bowl, I don't think you should not be the coach of the year. <laughs> well, okay, but the Giants have been atrocious for 10 years, and he came in and flipped them in a year. I'm gonna be honest. I called this. I I called this. I know. That's why I'm confused about it. But but he he's not better than Sirianni. He doesn't deserve Coach of the Year. Let me ask you this. I'm not saying he's better as a whole, but was he better? I I love table. Don't get it wrong. I I just think in society we've allowed mediocrity to just overrun excellence. Let let me ask you this. It's not wrong. I, I would argue that Peterson's job was harder replacing Urban Meyer and getting Trevor Lawrence right and getting a playoff win, just like the Giants got in Jacksonville, than Dable's job was in, in, in the Giants, even though I knew he was going to do a good job, bring stability, get Daniel Jones better. I, I would argue that Peterson had did a hell of a job. There's a guy. I, I, I would rather have Doug Peterson as the coach of the year than Dable, I agree. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not saying Peterson deserves it. I'm I'm thinking that you waited till yesterday to give the awards out, which I I get. You waited for Patrick Mahomes. I believe, in true honesty, if Burrow would have won, I believe Burrow's the MVP today. That's what I think would have happened. So why do we wait that long for the MVP and not the coach of the year? Because to me, the two coaches of the year candidates should are in this game coming up. Andy Reid is undervalued. And Sirianni, who came in and gave the worst speech ever as a head coach uh, when he took the job, everybody clowned him, and he's only done—he's only won two years in a row and done a hell of a job and beat the Giants three times this year. So, well, they should have like turnaround coach of the year and coach of the year. Then I, I agree. I was going to just say that. I agree. Fucking two different like categories. And, and then we're in the, now we're in the discussion of just adding more trophies, though. So but, it's like it's like it's like. You know, because Geno Smith got comeback player this year, right? Yep. Like, is that a is that a is that a thing? Like, do we really give a fuck? Well, comeback player of the year is a really great award, actually. Yeah. I, I mean, like it, it is for a player too. Like ex players, like we played. That's a hell of an award. I, well, I if, agree. if you if you got fucked up real bad or never played and just came out of nowhere, and you're the comeback player of the year, that's a I think that's a very honorable award, honestly. So. But I am with you on the less is more. I don't want more awards. I want I want it to be super elite and stingy as fuck. I want it really hard to get on these teams and awarded and shit. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So, all right. 
So you're gonna, if you're a betting man, I put a gun to your head. I put a hypothetical, I put a hypothetical gun to Matt's head. Who's winning Super Bowl? Well, I'm. I put money on Philly to win. I, I took Philly on the over, um, and I think it's going to be a great game. I just look. Could Kansas City win? Absolutely. They've got a fucking great quarterback. They've got a, the, one of the best receiving tight ends I've ever seen. They got a great three technique. They got dudes. I just Philadelphia's got the combination of what I've seen multiple defensive, you know, pass rush driven football teams walk into the Super Bowl and win with. I watched the Giants do it multiple times against the Patriots. I watched, you know, I watched the fucking uh, the Broncos do it against the 15 and one Carolina Panthers and beat the shit out of Cam Newton. He was never the same. You know, I've watched the Eagles do it again to the Patriots. I, the Falcons almost did it to the Patriots. Remember Grady Jarrett had three sacks before Shanahan and everybody shit all over themselves and it went 28, three to whatever the score was. So I think that Tampa Bay did it to Kansas city. So I think that the ability for Philadelphia to get after Mahomes is going to be the difference in the game. And if Andrew Wiley can ball and hold up against Reddick and Sweat and Brandon Graham and all these guys, that's the thing. They don't ever get a playoff. As an offensive lineman, when they bring in the backup, usually you're like, okay, shit, I don't have to like that. I'm not going to fucking get beat on every snap now, potentially by this freak. Now, when they bring in backups, the backups are Vinyl Joseph and, and Dominican Sue and Brandon Graham and shit. So you're like, fuck, man, this isn't a break. These guys are fresh. So I feel like that is going to, it's going to, at some point, it's the old adage of offensive and defensive linemen. As a guy who played both ways, I believe in this wholeheartedly and I'll die on this mountain. We have 90 play or 100 plays in the game, right? I play in left guard, left tackle. And for 98 of those plays, I am outstanding. I grade out at 98%. But two of those plays, I give up strip sacks. One of the strip sacks is a fumble return for a touchdown, and we lose 21 to 17 in the Super Bowl. I am the biggest fucking goat on earth. All they do is show those two snaps, and I am terrible. Consequently, as a pass rusher, another position I played multiple years, as a defensive lineman, I go out in the game, we play 100 snaps, and for 98 of those snaps, I don't do shit. In fact, I'm getting my ass kicked, I'm getting driven off the ball, I'm out of my gap, you're seaming me, we're running the ball down our throat, I can't pass rush, but in two snaps, I get lucky, or one of them, you just don't block me, and then the other one, I get a good pass rush move and get home because of coverage or whatever, and two strip sacks and two sacks, and one of them's a fumble return for a touchdown, and I am the fucking MVP dog. And I'm up there like, oh, motherfucker! And I graded out at 2%, and I got a ring, and I'm the best player on the field. So that is the difference between playing offense on the line and playing defense on the line. Those are two distinct defense. And really, it's everybody on offense and defense. Quarterback, you go 47 for 50, and three of those fucking plays are pick sixes. You suck. So, you know, it's, it's the... It's the baseball adage, right? It's the it's it's batting batting four eighty. If you really think about it, you're batting forty eight. Yeah, motherfucker. You, you baseball gets such love because of the how the way that it is. It uh, is the third. The third number makes them sound legit. So like three thirty. Like, oh, that's pretty three thirty. That's a great batting average. I bat thirty three percent. That's fucking terrible. Thirty three percent. So all they did, they're smart enough to add the extra number. Exactly right. That's how I said. Um, 
All right, listen, before you get out of here, uh, I'm rolling with the Eagles in this one. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game than most people think. I think it's going to be under the 51 points. Uh, That's what I'm going to bet. I think it's going to be assholes puckered for the Eagles who've never been for a guy like Jalen Hurts. But I think that they've got tons of guys that were on the fucking team five years ago. I said Jalen Hurts. Okay. He hasn't. I said the lights are going to be too bright for him, but they don't need him to win because of that offense. I don't believe they need Jalen to go out and do what Mahomes has to do for them to win. So I'm going to roll with the Eagles in a 27-24 win. So 27-24, that's 51 points. Well, yeah, right at 51, right? Are you taking me over? Are you fucking... You're, Won't you know, I win? Won't I win at that? What what is you just said the under, right? It's fifth the under, isn't it 50 and a half? It's 51 and a half, ain't it? Well, it's 51 and a half now. Okay. Then you win. Oh, so. that's what I just read. Motherfucking half points. Yeah, because that's how they win their money. Let me check. Let me check right now. Let me check right now. Bitch ass motherfucking half points. <laughs> Hold on, let me check right now. Yeah, 51 and a half. Everybody. While he checks this, it's just 51 and a half. Yeah, 51 and a half. Well, you win. Fuck you. Go check out the podcast. And, and I'm telling you, subscribe and listen to what Lawrence Vickers had to say. It was incredible. Savage podcast at Sixer Academy. See it on the bottom of the line with everything. Follow all over the place. Uh, and we're rolling. We'll be back on Monday talking about the Super Bowl. Hey, let me ask you this. You played with this man, Brett Favre. He's suing Shannon Sharp. My buddy Pat McAfee, uh, defamation. Is he doing it to clear his name why he fights this allegation? Or is he doing it because these two guys got money? What is the deal? Both, probably. I mean, both. He's probably suing them because they have money and suing them to clear his name, even though he he did this. So, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to clear. Um, <laughs> if anything, this will probably bite him in the ass. So, like, if, he, if he's going to say – this didn't happen and it's all bullshit and he's going to sue somebody. Then they're going to go into discovery and then they're going to find out if he really did it or not. And it could like, it could turn up a bunch of shit that he doesn't even think is a problem yet. So if I'm Brett Favre, maybe I should just let sleeping dogs lie and move on with my life. Dog. I mean, you tried to do some shady shit apparently and it didn't work. And I mean, he's done like three different things. You got dick pics out there that Snapchat didn't delete. You got, you got the, this issue. You had the other fucking issue with his daughter. I mean. So, look, I don't want to get a defamation suit against me either. But at the same time, like. It's it's very hard to sue. It's very hard as a public figure no, and a celebrity. So you know this. I'm learning this. It is very difficult to sue somebody because of a celebrity or a public figure status. Everybody on Twitter can go out there and say, fuck Matt McChesney. Are you going to sue them all? Can't. No, I'm not a sewer. I don't. I don't. Me, me either. But I would I love to sue. Screwed. I would I love to sue certain entities. I don't, I don't sue. I would love to sue. I would love to sue certain entities. I don't want to sue anybody, bro. If you're one of these sue happy motherfuckers out here, you're a bitch. Oh, I agree with you, hundred percent. I, I never, I never snitched on a person or sued a person. Everybody's so sue happy out here. It's fucking ridiculous. But like, I want to tell you, I, I think before you. I die, I want to sue someone. No, you don't. Keep I just want to sue someone. I want to be the bitch ass fucking get the free money guy. Make you feel nothing in life. Nope. So I can go to sleep 
and live off your money. Bro, I didn't even sue the guy who ran me over in a golf cart drunk. Like, and who just signed a huge contract and ended my career. I didn't even sue him. So, like, shit happens. Not everybody needs, I'm going to sue you. Like, motherfucker, I can still go to work and hustle my money. I'm good. I don't need your motherfucking money. I don't need to, like, I didn't sue Netflix. I should. Oh, there you go, Netflix. Get on your shit. <laughs> All right, motherfucker. I got to go. All right, man. I'll talk to you uh, Monday. Happy Super Bowl. Later. All right, brother. Later. Uh, Matt McChesney, as always. Um, if you haven't seen this video, this guy, Fox News, says California mass exodus is unbelievable. People are leaving the state at an all-time rate. Liar! You're a liar. Show me the stats. I can show you stats that it's not the case. And I can get into traffic right now and show you that's not the case. Shut the fuck up. Nobody's leaving California. Stop it. And this bitch on the right said, come to Arkansas. We're the greatest state in the union. She said, Arkansas. (laughs) Oh, I love John Daly, but God damn it. Holy shit. Oh, man. Arkansas, Alan. So let's go to Arkansas. Let's go and we can go to Round Rock or whatever, Red Rock Lake. And we can get on a houseboat. We can see all the great inbreds in the backwood cooking meth. We can love the beautiful scenery in Arkansas. Let's go to Arkansas. Well, if somebody from California moves to Arkansas on GP, God bless your soul. Go at it. I hope a million motherfuckers go to Arkansas so we can I can drive a little bit better around this motherfucker. You gotta be shitting me. Get the fuck out of here. Oh that's not right, Jay Clark. You're not right. That's not right. You're not you're inaccurate as shit. Go look at the real data. Look at 2021 to 22 intake. It's up 70%. Go look. One of my best friends is a major motherfucker at the Census Bureau. I'm just letting you know. I tell, I'm tell. i telling you, I wish I would have pulled up this. I wish I would have got the data for today's show. I will bring the data Monday. The accurate data. We have gained population contrary to your fucking beliefs out there. So keep hating on Cali. Keep trying. But you're not leaving, and more people are coming. Sorry, contrary to all your beliefs out there who hate California, I don't give a fuck. We got the baddest bitches, the best weather, the best food, the snow and the beach. Shut the fuck up. If you can't be it, leave it. That's period what it is. You can't be it, so leave it. If you can't afford it, talk about it. 
That's just what it is. You know damn well that's the truth. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we're still like top three in the world in economy, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. Top three in the world in economy. California, a state, not the country. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys kill me because your backwoods asses who live in Arkansas are so mad at us that you say, move to Arkansas. We're the best state in the union. <laughs> oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. Boston Celtics. Nobody cares if you hate Cali. Nobody cares. <laughs> Do you realize that, Boston Celtics? Nobody gives a fuck what you think, contrary to your belief, kind sir. Nobody gives a fuck what you think. I'm sorry. No one cares. No one gives a fuck what you think, Boston Celtic. <laughs> um... All right, here we go. Trivia question. I'm going to invite. I'm going to put the link in the chat. All right. Link is in the chat. Somebody call in. First person to get the question right gets a hoodie today. Boom. Chat's right there. Call in. If you ain't scared, go to church. If you're scared, go to church. If you're not scared, call in. Call in. I got the trivia question right here, and I'm going to show the picture of it right after the question's asked. I need a guy to call in. Sean, you're going to call in. Uh, Sean, you've already won. Your, your hoodie's being shipped out here this week. Um, somebody's got to call in. Who ain't scared? Call in. Let's go. Cali is too expensive if you're not trying to hustle. Fucking right. Cali's too expensive for the people that cry, bitch, and moan that they don't have the money. If you don't have the money and you're not willing to hustle and grind and you want to live in fucking Arkansas, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, go ahead. Uh, go, go for it. Uh, Jacob. What's good? What up? You ready go for Jags. this? Yeah, go Jags, baby. Go Jags. Uh, the last quarterback drafted by the New Orleans Saints that started and won a game for the Saints was who? The last quarterback drafted by the organization that started and won a playoff game for the Saints was who? Remember, he had to be drafted. He was drafted, not not. Not drafted by someone else and played for the Saints. He was actually drafted by the organization and won them a game. You said playoffs or any yeah. game? Fuck. 1986. Damn. Lost me. All right, let's try it. Let's, all right, I appreciate you calling, dog. All right. Um... Darren Wood, what up? What up, Coach? How you doing? I'm good, man. Um, 
Who's the who's what's the question? Who's the answer? You know? Uh could you repeat it one more time? I I just hopped in. The last quarterback drafted by the Saints that started and won a playoff game is who? Breeze wasn't drafted there. Hey, you high as fuck. Nah, I just woke up, coach. I just woke up. Hey, um, all right. I'm going to the next one. Dave Wilkes. Keep calling back. Um, Sean, what up? Sean, what up? You hear me? Hey, what's up? You hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you, but are you hearing me? I can hear you. All right, who is it? You know? Oh, we're off. Can you hear me? Hudson Tucker, what up? What up, what up, what up, what up? Chilling, Tennessee Tech in the house. Yeah, I was on the show. Uh, you had me on the show a few months ago, but it's been a struggle to to be live, to get on your live show to class and workouts and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I was I was the LGBTQ guy. Oh, yeah, shit. That's right. What up, man? What up? How you doing? I'm chilling. Hey, what up? You know who you know who the Saints drafted and who won a game for him? No, I didn't hear the question. I just hopped on. The last quarterback drafted by the Saints who actually started and won a game um, for the Saints is who? Drew Brees. No. Everyone, all you youngsters are going to say the fucking popular guy, man. <laughs> hey, Tennessee Tech in that building. Everybody in the chat. Hey, I appreciate you, Hudson. Stay up. Yes, sir. Um, You got me, Sean? Sean, you got Boost Mobile. Um, nobody got it. It's Dave Wilson. Dave Wilson, uh, was the guy. Dave Wilson is the guy who won it, or who got it drafted in 86 and, uh, won him a game. So nobody won. You guys are shitty. Uh, Tennessee Tech in the building. All you guys, man, uh, been a hell of a week, a long week. A lot of good guests have come on. I appreciate all the support. All you guys liking and 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 retweeting everything we put out there on Instagram as well. Um, even though my Instagram is fucking disabled, it is what it is. There's not a platform for me, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Isaiah, you did say it, but you typed it. You didn't call in, you scary fuck. Why didn't you call in, Isaiah? Come on, homie. Call your ass in. Don't type it out there on the chat. And I wasn't going to respond because I didn't want nobody to fucking know. Um, He didn't say Dave Wilson. He chiped Dave Wilson. Trigger word, Lucy. Some guy in the chat said it. No, he didn't. He typed it. He didn't say shit. He typed it, motherfucker. Call your ass in when I say call in. Here's the link. That's how you fucking win trivia. That's why you become a member of the show. $1.99. $1.99. Motherfucker, you can go to fucking Starbucks. You're going to spend $19 today for you and your fat fucking kids. So if you're going to go spend $19 for two fucking lattes and a fruit dragon drink for your fat fucking eight-year-old, then you can spend $1.99 on the fucking membership. Um, so that's what it is. So you guys missed it. You're fucked. Um... Been a great week, man. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm going to be honest. I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, 
Brucey H. Boy, Bruce Helms is back in the building. He said, Coach doesn't listen to his listeners. He never does. Been saying this. Nobody gives a fuck what you say, you fucking bitch. Shut the fuck up. Nobody think, cares what you say, you troll fuck. You just na- You just went back in your mama's basement and made this account. You just made this account today, you dumb fucking cunt. Shut the fuck up. Um, I love that people really think that you members in this chat, you OGs that have been here, the 500 members that we have, really, th- these guys, these trolls, really think um, we care about what they think. <laughs> ah, it's unbelievable. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, six, seven. I, I don't. Don't fuck with me, dog. I will flame you on the comeback shit. If you want to clown and try to talk shit, I will fucking dice you up on Twitter, on Instagram. I can't do it on Instagram. They delete you if you even say damn. But listen, you can show your pussy lips and titties and be cool. But if you say damn, you're going to delete. You're going to get deleted. Just FYI out there. (laughs) Hey. I can spread my pussy wide open and show that bit picture and just keep making money. But, hey, don't say fuck because you know what? You will be deleted on that motherfucker. Um, appreciate everybody joining in, man. Uh, been a long week. See you guys on uh, next week, uh, Monday. We'll be back for a... Uh, a great episode, a great week, because listen, there's people that aren't going to have shows next week. Pat McAfee's taking off. Uh, there's a few other people taking off. We ain't taking off. So make sure you join the show next week. We're going to try to get some major guests on next week. and uh, Or I might just go solo. Who knows? But tell a friend around this motherfucker and blow this thing up. Get some folks in here. And... Uh, can't wait, man. Can't wait uh, to do it. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, it's going to be a, a big one. I'm having a few folks over. We're going to chill. A lot of alcohol, a lot of cigars, a lot of food. I'm smoking a brisket. I'm going to inject that bitch with the Cajun uh, marinade that I'm making personally. Rub that bitch down with some mustard, some oil, some honey. Season the fuck out of that. Sit it back in the fridge. Take it out. We're going to smoke that bitch for about eight hours at about 250, 225 to 250. Smoke it for about eight hours. I'm going to make a tri-tip. I'm going to make some big-ass wings that I actually went to a butcher shop and got these big-ass fucking wings like this. I'm going to make those for appetizers along with some, uh, you know, for me, since I'm trimming down, I'm going to go get some, uh, I got some, you know, I got some, uh, I got some fr- fruit, vegetables, you know, I got some like, uh, I like, I like cauliflower, cauliflower, carrots, little broccoli, dip it in a little ranch, you know what I mean? That's my little dessert right there. Ranch is my dessert with vegetables. That's kind of what I do. I'm staying away from the cookies and shit. I might have one cookie. 
Might have one cookie. I'm gonna go run the dogs right now and, and get my exercise in for the day. But after that, I gotta drive to uh, all over Timbuktu and uh, get some things done for this weekend sh- uh, party. But besides that, uh, been a good week. Uh, Eddie Manyweather, he's gonna come be security. Uh, Eddie, how you gonna be security and your phone don't fucking work, homie? Come on, man. How you gonna have security and your and your and your phone don't even fucking work? How are we gonna contact you if motherfucker pulls out the heat? How are you gonna help us? Your fucking phone won't work. <laughs> uh, Brian Martinez. Hey, Brian Martinez is uh he's got a racket going. He's 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 got four or five of my books and then he resells them on eBay for twice the price. Uh, good hustle. Good hustle. Um, hey man, it's been great. Uh, can't wait to see you guys next week. Uh, enjoy the, uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, and, uh, we'll see you on, uh, man, I just saw the private chat, Gory. I didn't know you were in here. I got so much shit on my thing, um, that I did not see you were in here. I'll get you on Monday. Um, Brucey, nobody's even listening to you. You are a... Nobody. You are a bottom feeder. And I fucked your bitch, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace.